An entitled Karen freaks out on a flight attendant at the gate, demanding special privileges of having more than one carry-on on a packed flight from Panama. And because of this entitled Karen's temper tantrum, she missed her flight and had to spend the night in Panama waiting for another one to come around. Here's what happened. So I went to visit my home country for Christmas, and on the return flight, I had to make a connection in Panama at about 4 in the morning. Everything was going well and fine until I reached my gate. Now, the flight had been delayed due to bad weather, and one picking up passengers for about three different flights before continuing flying south. The gate attendant explained this over the intercom and reminded that due to the flight being at full capacity, we were only allowed one carry-on with us on board. This is when the entitled Karen comes into play. She was truly only missing the haircut to match the attitude and she had two carry-ons. So she immediately started to grumble. About 15 minutes pass and this entitled Karen marches up to the boarding desk demanding to know why the plane wasn't there yet. The attendant explained explained everything to her again as to why it was delayed and why we had to wait and told her that the plane would be here in about 40 minutes. But the entitled Karen kept on complaining. Most of us were just trying not to pay attention to her since most of us were sleep deprived and incredibly tired. Eventually the plane does arrive and it starts disembarking its passengers and the attendant starts calling for us to make a line once our boarding group was called so we can all finally start the process of boarding. While everyone was standing, the entitled Karen went up to the front of the line and surprisingly, nobody really paid any attention to her. We all just kind of believed that she was in the first group. When the attendant asks for her ticket, the entitled Karen hands it over and the attendant points out that she's in group four and that she needs to wait for her group to be called. This, as you could imagine, did not sit well with this entitled Karen, who demanded to be let on first as some kind of compensation for making her wait and wasting her time, completely ignoring the rest of us too, by the way. They argued for a bit, but because the flight was already late, the attendant just gave up and started to scan her ticket. And that's when this attendant noticed that this entitled Karen had two carry-on bags. And once they saw that, things really escalated from there in a way that was very hostile and very disturbing. The attendant told her again that due to the packed flight, she would only be allowed one suitcase while the other one would have to be registered and sent with the cargo. She then gestured to the other attendant to start processing her bag. And this is right about when this Karen lost it. She started complaining about how this was ridiculous and she seriously demanded that she be let on with her two bags. Meanwhile, the rest of the flight, and myself included, were only allowed one, as if that would be fair at all for the rest of us. Now, the attendant at this point was starting to get fed up with this, and she was tired of being talked down to. So they told this entitled Karen to calm down, and that it could not be helped, and that this is just the way it needs to go. But this Karen kept complaining, and we all started to get annoyed too, because it was five in the morning, and we just wanted to get on the flight. Seeing that this was going nowhere, the other attendant called the next person in line and started the boarding process, while the original attendant and the Karen still fought and argued. At some point, an elderly woman boards with a man, who was probably her son or something along those lines, and the guy is carrying what is obviously his and the woman's carry-on, and this Karen spotted that, and with a revival of her tantrum, started to scream about why he was allowed two bags, while she was only allowed one. At this point, it was finally my turn to get on this plane and avoid this weird Karen. And once I got on the plane and was finally settled and ready for the flight, I noticed something right away that definitely was shocking because I'm pretty sure this entitled Karen was not allowed on this flight. You see, I was sitting in one of the rows near the front of the plane and I didn't see her pass me at any point when we were boarding and getting ready to fly off. So I'm not sure what happened to her, but I can bet she probably spent the night in Panama while the rest of us got to our destination in a timely manner. What an absolute weirdo. Like it's not that hard to just check your bag in at the gate 
side and follow the rules. Like, I really can't stand people who act like that and hold up everybody else around them just so they can have the rules bent in their favor. It's really just ridiculous, in my opinion. And I mean, come on, it was just one bag. Like, is it really that important to have both your bags on the flight? Not to mention the fact that the flight is full capacity. They probably did not have any room for extra bags. So in the end, honestly, this Karen got exactly what was coming to her. Because if you're going to hold up a flight and cause this much of a scene, then truly, you deserve to be delayed. As this type of entitlement truly is just toxic. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. I caught my girlfriend in a very sophisticated lie, and I am completely blown away at the links that she went to just to try and cover up the truth. And now, I really don't know what to do. So, I've been with my girlfriend for a year now, and I would say that we have a pretty good relationship. She was the one who asked me to make it official, and I even posted it on Instagram. We both live with our parents, but hers are very strict and traditional. For the first six to seven months, our relationship was pure bliss. It was almost too good to be true, to the point that I used to wonder what's actually going on. It was like she was always on her best behavior. It's important to mention that my girlfriend's parents are very strict, and she even had curfews, despite the fact that she was 22 years old, even though at the time I didn't know about this. I used to trust her fully and take her word for everything. I remember thinking that I finally found someone that I can trust. One weekend, we went on holiday. We've been on holiday before several times with no issue. In the evening, we started to talk about family and parents. And long story short, my girlfriend opened up a little about her dad being very strict, which I had no idea about at the time, and it seemed like it was a little distressing. Later in the night, I think talking about her dad must have been a very triggering thing for her, as she went away off into the town center at midnight. We were outside at a bar at the time, and I glanced away for 10 seconds, and she was just straight up gone. I then spent the next few hours trying to find her on the streets or figure out where she was, all the way until it was very early in the morning. I was about to call the police or her parents or somebody, but she came in at 6 in the morning at the accommodation that we had rented, literally looking like she had slept in the park. I asked her what happened and why she ran off, and that's when my girlfriend revealed to me that her father was really terrible, and that he is a control freak and she hates him. She explained that she has curfews and she's not allowed out at night, and the fact that she has me as a boyfriend was a massive thing for her, as her dad wouldn't normally allow this. All other relationships that she's had were done in secret. My girlfriend is used to lying to her dad, and she says that she really does not like him. A week before the particular incident of this story happened, she was calling me her soulmate and stuff like that. It was almost like her true colors showed after this event, because our relationship started to go a little downhill. Recently, my girlfriend went on a night out. It was planned on the day, and she texted me while I was working that her friend had a spare ticket to an event, and it'll just be a girl's night out with her and two other girls. Later in the evening, she called me and said she was going. I asked her a little more about the event, and she said it's an open invitation, implying if I wanted to come, I could. But I said, no, it's a girl's night out, so I won't come along. They were going to her girlfriend's house and then had their mom drop them into the town center, which was completely fine. Later in the night, I see my girlfriend reposting an Instagram story that she's tagged in, and she's with some male friend that I don't even know, but it looks like they are in a hotel room. I have her male friend pulled up on Instagram, and in another story, he has a group picture of four girls, with one of them being my girlfriend, as well as four other guys. Later on, I confirmed that this was everyone who was in the group. Now, here are some alarm bells that went off. My girlfriend was meant to be with two other girls only. There was no mention of any other guys. In the group picture, none of the other two girls were even there. At this point of time, I'm at home thinking it's a girl 
girl's night out and she's at a friend's house or something like that. But after seeing that story, I get a message from my girlfriend. She tells me that she bumped into Megan, which is a friend from the second group, as well as all of her friends. No mention of any hotel or anything like that. But I knew she was in a hotel room drinking with these guys and girls based on her friend's Instagram story. I then asked her if she had run into this new group of friends while she was at her girlfriend's house. But she replied by saying, no, we're out and about. Her reply made me realize that something is off. She said that her friend from the first group that I knew about needed to use the toilet really bad and they stopped at the hotel to get that taken care of. But she failed to mention them stopping at the hotel, going up to a friend's house to have some drinks, basically joining a party, which is really disturbing. We live in a busy city and there is bar after bar in the town center. If you were desperate to use the bathroom, you would never skip all the bars you were walking past and head to a hotel to use a bathroom. And it was this that didn't make any sense to me. I got some more details out of her the next day as I didn't buy the explanation in the slightest. And she basically said they were trying to get to a bar and her friend could not wait. So they went to the hotel as it was on the way. But this was not possible because the bars came first and they would have needed to walk an extra one to two minutes just to get to the hotel to take a small detour. Anyways, I'm still at home getting this text from her and still there's no mention of any other guys at this hotel room. Later on at about two in the morning, she posts a Snapchat story of her dancing with all the other people from the second group, but none of her two original friends were even there at this point. And by now, I was almost adamant that she had lied to me, but I really didn't have any concrete proof. We were meant to see each other the next day anyways, so I asked her how her night went. At this point, if it wasn't for the social media stories, I really would have gone to bed thinking that my girlfriend spent a girl's night out with her two friends. My girlfriend then told me her story. She went to her friend's house, the first group, and then her mom dropped all three girls off at the club. Because the club hadn't opened yet, they walked to a bar, but her friend absolutely needed to use the toilet, so they stopped at the hotel, claiming to me that it was on the way, even though I know she was lying. While her friend was using the bathroom at the hotel bar, they just so happened to bump into one of her friends from the second group, who just so happened to be pre-drinking in a hotel room upstairs. So my girlfriend and the two friends joined the second group in the hotel room. Everyone from the second group were also going to this same event, so it kind of made sense. Now the chances of this happening are so slim that I just didn't buy it, but I gave my girlfriend the benefit of the doubt. They all went out to this event in the end, so I can't really say whether they're lying or not. Over the past few days, I brought up this night again in conversation, not to try and accuse her of lying, but more in conversation just to try and get more details about what happened. I kept giving her chances to come clean and tell me the truth, but she still stuck to this story. I asked her in particular which friends she was out with, exactly which bar they were looking to go to, and I sort of implied that her bumping into her friends in the hotel is literally one in a million. By this point, my gut knew I was being lied to, but I didn't want to tell her. Fast forward, and I join a night out with my girlfriend and two of her friends from the hotel room. My girlfriend was still making her way, but I was speaking to her friends at the bar, and this is when the story changed completely. Apparently, the guy I was speaking to who was at this hotel party said that he had messaged my girlfriend, basically inviting her to this event in the first place, while also saying that they had a hotel room and that she should come up and meet him, as well as the others that were there, because they were having a party and they were having a good time. I then asked him if she had come by by herself, and he said yes. She did do just that, with no other girls with her. I also asked him if he actually messaged her to come meet them at the hotel room, and he said yes, it was planned. And this side of the story completely refutes what my girlfriend was saying when she claimed that it was a chance encounter. 
encounter. My girlfriend's male friend also said to invite me at the time, but she claimed that I was busy. She didn't even ask me if I wanted to come along, but rather she kind of gave me hints that I should come along without explicitly saying it. Later that night, I asked her other friend if my girlfriend came alone to the hotel, and she also confirmed that yes, that's exactly what happened. I didn't tell them that my girlfriend told me something else, as I didn't want to start an argument on a night out. Basically, my girlfriend lied to me about this night out, and I'm genuinely surprised on how good her lie really was. It was so good that I almost bought it had she not mentioned the hotel along the way with the social media posts. I'm shocked at how well she can lie to my face and then still tell me that she loves me. I mean, I'm all over her social media. At this party of hers, she met four other guys and followed them on Instagram, and she has started liking one of the guy's posts. Normally, I literally could not care less who she likes on Instagram. However, now I feel like I can't trust her. In a group picture at the event, she has her arm around a guy's neck, like a best friend type of arm around the neck. So it was obviously super close. There were guys and girls in the picture, but that was the first time she met that guy, and they were close enough together where you might assume that they're boyfriend and girlfriend. Throughout our relationship, I told her how important trust is, and told her there is no love without trust. And at this point, I'm not sure if her lying to her father all her life has something to do with this. I now question everything my girlfriend tells me, because I don't know if it's the truth or not. I don't know if I should call her out on it, or if I should just tell her friends that she lied to me about that night out. I don't like others knowing about our relationship problems. And at this point, I really don't know what to do. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is really concerning, and there are seriously some big red flags going on in this story that I think you absolutely cannot ignore moving forward. The fact that she would so willingly lie to you about what's actually going on that night is a big red flag in my opinion, especially with how sophisticated this lie really was. I mean, she went to great lengths just to cover up the truth. She was obviously invited to this hotel party, but even then she still decided to hide that from you and lie on your behalf by saying that you're busy and you can't show up. Like she clearly did not want you there at the party in the slightest. And honestly, if she can lie about this, then it really makes me question what else she's lied to you about. Is this entire story about her and her family even true? Does she even have a curfew? Like, personally, if she can lie this well, I would really feel shaken up of if I can even trust her in the first place anymore. So hopefully something can get worked out in this situation. Because her willingness to lie in this kind of situation is incredibly toxic. And you really do not deserve that in the slightest. My girlfriend said that another guy friend contributes more to her life than I do and I feel completely devastated as I've sacrificed so much time and energy just to try and help her through her situation and now I don't know what to do. So as the title suggests, my girlfriend of two years confessed to me a while ago that she believes her guy friend who she has known for relatively the same amount of time contributes more to her life than I do and she confirmed that it wasn't even close. For context, this guy friend who we'll call Bob, that's not his real name, only really ever speaks to my girlfriend maybe once a week, and they maybe see each other once every few months, if that. However, I see and speak to her pretty much every day. It would be understandable that her opinion would be valid if I was a bad boyfriend and maybe I just wasn't there for her. But that could not be further from the truth. My girlfriend has dealt with some pretty bad relationships in the past, and has been hurt by people who were supposed to protect her at different times in her life. So initially, when we first met, I did my absolute best to be aware of the do's and do nots of our relationship and understand that she will have trust issues as well as other hurdles and fears when it comes to men. Fast forward two years and now she is quite literally a different person. I've encouraged her to step outside of her comfort zone and try to meet people rather than just being a recluse. I had her move up to my city to study and also so I can take better care of her if she needs anything because her old city was honestly horrible to her. She's met my family and she's met my father and bonded heavily with my brothers. I've done all this to help her with her anxiety and to give her a proper support system. The list of stuff I've done for her truly does go on and on. I mentioned that I see and speak to her every day earlier. This is because I make it a priority to see if she really is okay and that she feels stable. We have an unspoken rule that she shouldn't go to bed by herself because she has terrible nightmares and flashbacks that sometimes seem so real that she has trouble knowing what is real or not, even when she is not sleeping. This has led to multiple situations where she has made assumptions about my character that are completely false. Things that are pretty much disgusting and that I would never do. But even despite all that, every time these situations occur, I'm calm and I never lash out. I stay patient while calming her down. Because eventually, after a while, she understands that the things she's previously accused me of were not real and will eventually apologize profusely for it. All in all, I thought my patience and understanding was paying off and every 
everything was going fine until we had a phone call the other day. We were on the topic of support and encouragement, and she said, I'm not very supportive, and I'm not very encouraging. I then asked her, well, do you know anybody else that does more than me for you? And when I said this, it was more of a rhetorical question, because I thought it was pretty clear that I do a lot for her. But instead, she just laughed, and quite a bit at that. She then told me that Bob has taken care of her quite a bit, and I was taken aback by this. Now, what bugs me isn't the fact that she said another guy's name or whatever. It's the fact that my daily efforts, my soul-breaking endeavors and sacrifices that I've made over the time that I've known her have all been less of value than whatever this Bob guy has done for her. I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but it seems to me that she must think that I don't do very much for her. I confronted her about this a day later with my concerns, and she confirmed every single one of them that yes, this Bob guy apparently contributes more than me, and that my efforts were not even close. And she then said, yeah, sorry to disappoint, but did you want me to lie to you? I don't know what to do. My entire relationship history has consisted of giving too much and getting burned for it in the end. And then I still stick around afterwards. I don't want to go through this again. I want to feel valued and I want to give 100% in a relationship. Because if not, what would be the point? What should I do? The way your girlfriend is acting is really toxic. I mean, you literally stood by her side as she was able to cope and recover from some very seriously troubling relationships. And at the end of the day, she doesn't even recognize that you helped her in any kind of way. That is so gross in my opinion. And that's really unfortunate. So I completely understand where you're coming from about why you feel so rejected. And truly, what has this Bob guy done for her? I'm pretty sure he wasn't there with her at night as she's having these PTSD flashbacks. Unless he is, in which case I would be concerned about your relationship. It's honestly just so disappointing that she would try and pretend like you haven't had some significant impact on her life. You've literally gone above and beyond what would be required in a relationship just to make sure that she is happy. And that is so unfortunate because you've done so much as you put it. And it also shows how ingrateful she really is for your efforts. I mean, she completely ignores everything that you've done and basically has decided to focus on this other guy instead of focusing in on you. But I think regardless of what you do, based on what you've described, it really does not seem like she appreciates you in the slightest. So truly, you deserve so much more in a relationship because you said it best. You want to be able to feel like you value and that you matter. And it really does sound like your girlfriend does not feel that way about you. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.